Hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game Episode 16, The Man Eater's Forest. I'm May, and I'm joined by the lovely Quinn. Hi. And of course, the equally lovely Chloe. Hello there. So first up, let's go over some quick housekeeping as Quinn gives us her thoughts on last week's episode, which was episode 15. Quinn, what were your thoughts? Take it away. Uh, so I guess I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this one. I liked various elements of it, but it just doesn't feel like it turned into something. Um, so going, you know, sort of roughly chronologically, uh, Ruri starts by putting a dim card in her, in her, uh, product placement that does <laughs> something. Possibly that's related to being able to evolve later, but it's super not mentioned. No, it, it's, it sh- it's the uh, the area that she, the digital space that she kind of swaps to. It's it, different from a normal one, and that's what the dim does. It puts oh. snow on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I, it, it takes her to a different to area. That, that we are now controlling the environment through that. I guess that's fine, but still not that interesting. Um, the Mephisto, like, turning people to stone thing is, is interesting, I guess, but I don't really see, like, the fortune-telling connection. We're just... I don't know, like, it doesn't, I don't see a huge connection between, come into my shop, I will answer your fortune by torturing you and then turning you to stone. I I feel like we could just skip some steps here. I think that was just to be bait for humans. Like, oh, what are these humans like? Just to get them into the tent. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to know if everyone who goes there gets turned to stone, uh, where the rumors are coming from. I guess people just disappearing. I guess. Um, and then J- Jellymon finding the statue is how the, how uh, they kind of yeah they just hear throw about out it, I guess. some of the statues for plot like to make things mm-hmm. easier. I'm still not sure why the, they were going in a circle. What they were planning to accomplish if they'd you know completed the circle. And also, it looked nothing like like a circle. It, it was not it was like, anyway, it looked like a circle. It was so abstract. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that we get some, like, future plot about, you know, opening a portal to the digital world or something. Yeah, I'm assuming that's more or less what they were doing, but... Just on that, why a circle and not, like, you know, a pentagram like every other piece of media has whenever they have, like, spooky things happening, they end up looking at the map and putting a pin down and then drawing uh, connect the dots and then it's a pentagram. Why a circle? Uh, And why a real, like kindergartner circle mm-hmm. like i mean not even not more like a square or a rectangle than an actual circle yeah yeah um pentagrams are just too overdone i suppose yeah have a squashed circle um the evolution was okay i didn't feel like i i thought it was more earned this episode than in previous occasions where evolutions haven't happened and i wish i were uh, i wish i felt like her worries about her her friends you know finding out were a little more concrete and weren't just kind of rushed into a couple lines in the middle of the episode, but eh. Um, I don't know why Mephisto or whatever the Digimon's name was unpetrified people when he could have just yeah not. Yeah, that was my think, biggest gripe was, with last episode. I, th- I think that was both our gripes. Like I think we just said, yeah, that that part made no sense, but otherwise leave like, them as statues. Like what was come on, the point yeah. of anything? Uh, mm. Just what did what did you accomplish? What did we interrupt? And and uh, please stop adventure uh, trying and and just opening more questions without ever, you know, closing the old ones. Um, Rui's friends are dating and it's lovely. That was that was a high point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I will say they like my last big gripe is that the boys were just completely un unnecessary and superfluous to the plot i i wish yeah. we didn't need an ep- uh, uh, an evolution from yamamon every episode or else it's it's not really digimon i mean i i didn't mind that because it was the whole group finally being able to like team up and fight a bad guy together so i didn't mind it too much mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but then the same boat. even three on one they they still kind of just lost mm-hmm. immediately yep. mm. They they did a they did a uh, Goku Gohan trying to kill. Cell. They really did a ka- uh, Kamehameha off. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then even working all three together, he still just goes, "Oh well, bye." Yep. Yeah. And then the episode ended abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So, who was your favorite character? Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Rui's friends, and their their relationship is my favorite character. Mm, okay. Yeah, that was that was by far my favorite part of the episode. Was how at the end they were just like, oh yeah, Rui has something going on, but we won't pester her. If, she, if she's ready, she'll come she to us. She hasn't like, that asked was... us questions we weren't ready for. We can only, 
you know? Yeah. We'll wait for her to come out to us. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so nice. What, what nice friends. This they is how, are. This is how friends should be. And that was like, I, I really like how they, and I, I can't remember if I said it last episode or not, but I like how they have more character and personality than, than anybody does. in Colin. I mean, oh no, Rui still has more person, like more personality than characters in Colin. Like, remember Sora? Oh no, I I was just saying that those two also kind of have more personality than Rui at this point. Oh yeah, I guess combined. Mm, a little. Yeah, I, I I see that. Did this episode and pass what... the Bechdel test? Oh yeah, because the the friends were just talking about their fortunes and you know. Mm. I mean, the, the, the girls themselves were talking about Ruri. Yeah. The friends. That's true. That's true. Okay. We Plus, there were background yeah. lesbians. There were background lesbians. At oh, least yeah. that's I the headcanon. I there cannon. were more foreground lesbians. That's true. Yeah. It's like the uh, background lesbians in Atmon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what about rating out of five for this episode? I think I am also going to go with a 3.5 like you did. Hmm. That's fair. So that means, let me see if I can do some brain maths, which is just like normal maths, but it's in my brain. <laughs> and, and therefore it's, uh, less reliable. And, yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that means that this episode overall got a score of 12, which means it is tied with episode 12 and episode 3. And episode 12 was Chain Letter, which was the Zasumon one. And episode 3 was Scribbles, which was the Dracumon one. So do we like this episode more or less than either of those? I think... You two will have to choose because I put it way above all of them. (laughs) I I would say below. I would also agree on below. Okay, I've been overruled. That's fine. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. It goes like it'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes it it do be like that. So yeah, let's just put that in there. So that means it's in tenth place. And Quinn, where are we putting episode fifteen in your ranking? Ah, uh, above episode seven. Above episode seven. So that would put it in eleventh place. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was. It was an episode. It was fine. Yeah. Damn, I put it in second place. <laughs> you know, as That's long fine. as we've dragged out that evolution sequence, it it was ultimately pretty anticlimactic, and then yeah. we lost the fight. I'll admit that I didn't I really felt... care all that much about getting the Angoramon evolution, but the rest okay. of the episode was it just it hit right for me. That's valid. Yeah, for me, last episode could have been the best episode had it been like. 40 minutes long or 30 minutes long just a little bit longer mm-hmm. to do more it just it felt very rushed but again that's a problem with a lot of ghost game episodes for me is that they just seem rushed they seem like they don't they're not paced super well yeah. but uh yes yeah, so that was uh that those were Quinn's thoughts on episode 15 so now we can jump into episode 16 and just to start off let's go over a quick recap over what happened in this episode mm-hmm. So Hiro goes camping where he and his dad used to go and learns that the campers are being spirited away. Hiro learns that this is because a Mori Shalmon has protected the campers from being eaten by a Cherrymon. When fighting against the Cherrymon, Hiro hesitates in battle because he's worried about Gaomon killing again and that ends up putting him in danger. But Ruri and Kiyoshiro show up and the three adult level Digimon are able to make Cherrymon retreat by chopping off one of his arms. Horrifying. So now that we've discussed last week's episode and gone over the synopsis for this week's episode, what were our highlights for episode 16? Canonically, people mm. died. Yeah. And also, it was horror. Like, but a not tree on was just eating people. No, not, ne- not on never Not on, on screen. screen, but yeah, a, a good number of the people just didn't come back. People did and canonically get et. That's. Which. That's, I, is that a first that people have actually. It's the first died? time. I, like it's the first time I think we've allowed there to be any long-term consequences. So yeah, yeah. Like I think in the Mummy Mon episode, it was just like, and everybody came back. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah, I they've think done they a lot of, of, and then everybody was fine. Yeah. Yeah. The most egregious example being episode fifteen. Yeah. And then everyone unstatued. And then, but everyone would have had so much trauma because weren't they like shown like a terrifying fear inside and being trapped inside and like having almost sleep paralysis in this little statue like everyone should have come back with trauma yeah no it was it was very relatable and uh the they will you know have trauma yes hopefully 
Yes. Well, they should, but Actually, I'm sure they should, they won't. but they won't because it's Digimon and it's a children's yeah, it's show. Digimon. I think each episode should honestly have some of the victims with some trauma because these episodes have been kind of horrifying. Like I know it's still like it's not it's it's still children's anime horror, but it's still fairly scary. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like there was actual. They felt like there were actual stakes in this episode, like a tree was eating people. Mm-hmm. My my main highlight mm. is that I felt like this episode was actually well paced. Yeah. Like it didn't sort of just the battle did, didn't just end in thirty seconds when the other team showed up. I mean, it still ended quickly, but it still it took some time, and there was almost some strategy there with Hero remembering about how Cherrymon was talking about his tree rings, and then like, okay, let's. Let's chop off some tree arms, mm. which makes sense. And it felt like it was actually well-paced. They kind of told a story. I really liked how they actually not only addressed that Gammon can evolve into an evil Digimon and seem to enjoy killing, we also had a flashback of Hiro talking to the others about how he's got multiple evolutions and everyone else only has the one. I'm glad they addressed that. I, I just appreciated it. Yeah. I actually specifically wrote down that I liked the. Uh, actually, now that I look at them, most of my highlights, I think, are actually related to how Hero acted this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Hero was good this episode. Yeah. This is, this is a good he main got a little character. Depth as a tree. Yeah, but I, I liked that, like, you know, he counted Gulu Scamamon as an Evo, uh, mm-hmm. and, like, he isn't just trying to pretend like it didn't happen, like the other two kind of mm-hmm. seem to be. Uh, so I'm looking forward to potentially Hero and Gulu Scamamon potentially like working together in the future. Um, that'd be neat. Uh, yeah. I don't. I might stop stop a little shy of saying I liked it, but I thought it was kind of an interesting choice to have had a kind of morally ambiguous uh, helper Digimon this week because he was yeah, like he you was know. Neutral. He was like, yeah, this is my forest, and you can either help me, or I'll put you to sleep, too, you know? Instead of just being like, oh, I am here to help the good guys, or I am here to hurt the good guys. He's just here, like, no, yeah. I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to live. Just trying to chill my mountain. Yeah. Well, he was almost to blame for the disappearances, because even though he was protecting I mean, them from totally being eaten. he totally was to blame for many of the disappearances. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he could have just, like... sleep in a fog. Exactly. Uh, and I also liked and, uh, that Hero himself yep. still seems to have, like, some unresolved trauma regarding Pokemon's death, uh, because yep. I feel like everyone else just kind of, like, got over it pretty quickly. Mm. Like, I'm sure part of that can be chalked up to uh, trying to skirt the issue around uh, Gamamon to avoid, you know, triggering another Ghoulis Gamamon appearance. But, like, even when we had that flashback and, uh, or, you know, even when uh, Ruri and Kyushiro are on their own, they don't really seem like they're in any sort of particular funk or are particularly torn up about Pokemon's death anymore, even though it was just, you know, two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. 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 We've really just moved straight past that. Um, it was a very quick moment, but I was really interested in, and I guess I'd call it a highlight, uh, when he's talking to the, the two people at the, the trail entrance or whatever, and they're like, oh, hey, where's your dad? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm in middle school rather than, uh-huh, you know, I, I don't actually have any parents. Yeah. Um, oh, really? I, I put that as a low light. <laughs> see, I... I I think that's an interesting choice because like he's clearly in denial and very much going through a dad's at a farm upstate definitely yeah, not like dead he, I... he looked uncomfortable about it like Did he looked he? uncomfortable to be asked yeah, yeah. He, he looked like he was kind of like oh well you know i'm i'm 14 now i i can i can take myself camping he looked like troubled and I can't. It was very really sort of hoping they didn't ask any more questions about his dad. Because holy crap, can you not answer any of those questions without sounding nuts? Yeah, like oh, he's actually in the digital world camping at the moment in a desert. I think he went out for a pack of cigarettes, but occasionally sends me hologram recordings of him in another world. So it's fine. So I was yeah. actually just at that part in the uh, on my playback here and. He's smiling the entire time, and it's not even a particularly strange smile. The only thing I could really see coming across as, like, uncomfortable about it is the fact that he puts his hand up, like, and, like, scratches near his eye. Mm. I I don't know. I didn't get the vibe that he was torn up about his dad being missing, and that kind of actually bugged me. 
I read it as like a very like subtle hint of discomfort. Like it was kind of like an uncomfortable smile. Like his eyes were kind of like they definitely a little have bit up a little more to be yeah emotionally expressive. Well, but yeah. mm-hmm. I, I liked that it was subtle. Like it felt like he was just trying to hide the fact he was uncomfortable, but it was still subtle enough. Like I. I, I kind of liked it. It's, it seemed, uh, I know, it was nice to see him be uncomfortable. It's nice to have characters with personality, but that's just how I how I read the scene. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I have another highlight, and it probably means nothing to either of you, but Maurice Shelmon is a, or obviously, a variant of Shelmon that is that lives forest in the forest bit. instead of in the water. Uh, and this Digimon has been around since Digimon World in 1999, so... Big, big fan of them, again, reusing a Digimon that they haven't really shown much for a while. And it was only recently added to this kind of, like, online documentation, official writing of Digimon stuff called the Digimon Reference Book. And it was recently added in 2021. So it made me look at all the other Digimon that have been recently added to see if I can find any other Digimon that might be showing up in upcoming episodes because they're just been randomly added despite not really being shown in the franchise that much for two decades. So big fan of Maurice Shelmon showing up. Like yeah, it's that that's neat. just I appreciate that and it's nice to show off Digimon even though it's only like a slightly colour changed version of Shelmon, it is still nice that they are remembering all these old Digimon designs that they haven't touched for years. Like a big big fan of that. Always big fan. Fair enough. Yeah, they they've definitely made an effort on that front this episode, and that's that's been good. Right, this season, yeah. I know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, even Colin had that little bit that Digimon that hadn't really been in the anime much got to have appearances. Like it's it's good that they're doing that in the anime, and that was probably my favorite thing about Adventure Colin is that you know we had Burpmon, we had various Digimon who haven't really shown up before. Like I just I really appreciate that. Any more? Uh, I, I don't think I have any highlights though. Yeah, I, I don't think I have any more highlights. Uh, I was just going to say that, like, the animation of the last bit of the battle seemed really good. Um, it felt, like, way oh, yeah. more fluid than the rest of the episode. But the downside oh, yeah, to that I mean, is that the rest of the episode kind of looked bad in comparison. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess sort of semi-segueing into the lowlights is my, my main lowlight was, like, I guess one of my lowlights was the animation felt like a step down considering last episode was mm-hmm. pretty beautiful and it, i mean this episode still had a nice use of like colors and lights like they're all it's all like sunny when they're outside camping but as soon as you go into the forest it's all foggy but it was fairly it wasn't terribly animated but it was still a step down from last week's but then when ruri and kiyoshiro showed up and the battle started the animation really like sped up like it looks mm-hmm. really we really relied nice. a lot on on just vague colored fog for backgrounds instead of you know mm-hmm. needing to invest in uh, the rest of that scene yeah oh and maybe it's just because i've been playing fire emblem literally all day but some of the visual effects this episode just like straight up hurt my eyes <laughs> to watch <laughs> yeah like the uh the evolutions with all the lights coming at you. Oh no, not that. I was taught the fog specifically. All the fog and oh, the, okay. the fog okay. on top of the, you know, like camera blurred around the edges sort of stuff that they always do. Like something about that just it did not sit well with my eyeballs. Also I yeah, loved yeah, that, how poorly fair. animated the, the chainsawing tree and then having it fall was. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> the guy who just like like like, bless his heart, trying to attack the monster with a chainsaw and just flailing it, which I don't know much about chainsaw usage, but I'm pretty sure it probably says on the box, do not flail around with this thing, yeah, you'll you're probably just gonna, lose an at arm. at most have that, like, bounce off at a weird angle and probably hit you if it's which... anything at all. And to be fair, it did bounce off at a weird angle. I kind of respected that. There's not like, yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not a chainsaw that is it made up of like, you know, diamond on the edges. Way up high, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, like, there was some physics that made sense with the bouncing back of it, but otherwise, like, I don't know. Don't flail chain... Here's my PSA for the week. Don't flail madly with a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a bad time. That dude should go back home to his wife and family and then get fired from his job the next day for flailing a chainsaw around. Well, you know, yeah, he died, I... so... 
Did he? I thought he got. Um, Maybe that maybe guy was okay, there, but at least several people at that job site got. got yeah, him. yeah, he we might have. He might have gotten he, he should have, person. He should have not had a hand anymore. Also true. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really. I'm trying to think about the lowlights. I guess uh, it's a, I felt just like a weird observation. But yep, I I did not understand when he was talking to the the guys at the campsite when they were like, oh yeah, just a bunch of people have come back without paying recently, or have have just not come back to pay recently. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You're saying you don't you're not collecting yeah, you don't, fees up front? Is you that... don't charge up front. You charge retroactively. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I think that that's fairly normal. Like you, because you might stay there for a week or you might stay there for a few days. So it's best to you know you check in and then when you check out you kind of say okay i've been here since i've checked in so that's five days worth of really the campsite paying every so, time that, i've ever gone camping which is infrequently i've always it's always been a situation where we rent a campsite for x days and pay up front yeah i've, I've okay. also had that happen in the u.s i you know maybe it's different elsewhere but was very surprised to be like yeah we just have people pay us after at you know some point and it's been a problem because weirdly enough people just stopped paying recently it's probably because they're disappearing not because they're being cheap yeah i like how they immediately said anyway so people being spirited away like it felt like okay we're not you're just gonna segue okay i guess i I guess that makes sense like i don't think they actually thought people were being spirited away i thought they just assumed that they were packing up and leaving and being cheap but they were you know joking about them being spirited away to you know have fun with it and you know not feel so bad about the fact yeah yeah. Okay, but uh, maybe Hero immediately takes it serious, and they, they, they... well, yeah, Hero does, and then they both just say, "Ha ha, you're so earnest." Oh, you're right. I forgot about that bit. Yeah. Wait. So, with the campers, like, wouldn't their stuff also be lying around? Do they just got eaten? Like, do, or does Cherrymon also? Like, or I guess Cherrymon's eating, or does Mori Mori Shellmon just make? the stuff invisible too well if they're if they're not paying up front then they might not have pre-reserved campsites so they might just not know where to look for the stuff their stuff might just still be sitting out there i I don't really know yeah i would imagine that you know that that campground is just like littered with people's abandoned crap Mm -hmm. yeah but uh yeah do we have any other highlights low lights lights, sorry i've got a whole little list here that i could just rattle through real quick yeah yeah go ahead okay so to start it was a bit of a nitpick, but there was a weird kind of like disconnect, it seemed like, between the audio and the animation, especially in the beginning, where uh, the dude running through the forest uh, in the audio was panting way harder than he was being drawn. Um, I already mentioned the fog effects hurting my eyes. Um, Sorry, just 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 on the, uh, the, the audio not matching up, that reminds me of an episode of Kim Possible where they had Smash Mouth appear and they animated it before the song was actually put on. (laughs) So they, but when they ended up like actually putting the the song and syncing it up with the, the animation, they realized that the animation was far too slow. (laughs) They had to like speed it up. So it ended up with all the the uh, the people dancing to the Smash Mouth. They were just sort of like waving their arms like crazily, and they were dancing like faster than anybody else would ever dance. And it's the funniest thing. Oh, that's pretty like good. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, they're dancing very quickly, and then thought nothing of it for like a few years until I ended up finding out that no, the song came hadn't been like fully released up before they animated it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that just reminded me of that, which is. I, I maybe it's a similar sort of thing here where they but they didn't Very end likely, up like syncing it up. Yeah, just there's no real reason why you why they would care that much. To be honest, this, uh, I don't think the, the, the there's that much of a quality control budget, or a lot of these episodes would look prettier. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, another but, uh, thing. Yeah, so or, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that kind of bugged me is that it seems like this show has absolutely no idea where it stands on. Uh, matters of privacy because last episode Rui's friends were like we should let her talk to us when she's ready and then this episode Jellymon was like I'm going into Hero's room and stole his password because I felt like it 
At least, <laughs> at, least, at least that like tracks for Jellymon, to be honest. It does, but like, like, we didn't even bring it up again by the end of the episode. I don't think we're yeah, going to next time. Or the fact that like Hero didn't tell them that he was going to go camping, and then they... like What, what if it hadn't been And then a they cyber-stalked him just... to go find him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they didn't but, like, just cyber-stalk had... him. They, they broke... If they did a breaking and entering to his room. Yeah. yeah. And then... And they looked up his history. Mm-hmm. It was like, a huge invasion know, of that, privacy. And that, that right after like... the episode where the final, yeah. you know, nice little moment was give your friends space and let them talk space. to you when they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> but no, ser- like, no, seriously, but what if there was no Digimon attack? He was ju- he'd, he'd only probably just shown up to camp, right? So mm-hmm. what if he had planned to camp for like three days? And there was no Digimon attack. Yeah. And his friends just randomly show up and he's like, and they're like, you don't have service. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm camping. Mm-hmm. Like The fact he, that he, that didn't come up by the end of the episode is, was, is a major low light. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I, I mean, I kind of thought, oh, it's kind of weird that they're coming along. But I guess I just assumed, okay, they just know he's in danger somehow. And like, but he doesn't have service. In a... And I mean, oh. I think it's because, like, they were like, oh, yeah, that forest is known for, like, spiriting away humans, but, It gave them the flimsy pretext they needed to go invade his privacy and show up, you know, in real life right in front of him when he was kind of trying to make a point of getting, you know, away for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 weird, but yeah, sorry, continue. Uh, Just in, in another series, I might be willing to believe that you know, we're just going to talk about that next week, but we're doing the episodic thing, so we can't talk about what happened last week to any meaningful degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a big low light for me. Um, another thing that was yeah, a I bit more of a... I think it's my low light too now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a more minor point, but um, the fact that Hira somehow managed to communicate a plan simply by shouting his friend's names. Like, he didn't say, hit the arm, he just said, Rudy, senpai! And then they all hit the arm, which was kind of dumb. Um, yeah. I was also hoping that we'd get more info about Hira's dad, because kind of circling back to what we were talking about earlier, like, Hira didn't even flinch or avert his eyes for a second when his father was brought up. Uh, and I was really hoping that this would, you know, come up again uh, later in the episode, because I think it could have been a really nice character development moment for Hero to, like, you know, as he's teaching Gamamon how to fish and set up a tent, to be reflecting back on his time with his father being taught how to, you know, fish and yeah, set up a yeah, tent. And it would have made me... Some interstitial memories was... Yeah, it would have made me actually choice. give a crap about the fact that his dad's been missing for however long, you know? Yeah, because he, he mm. should just, you know... Admittedly, uh, I don't want to get too much into my own past, but, you know, I, I basically lived alone for most of high school, so I get it, but at the same time, people think your dad's dead, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's it's more just, uh, in this case, I guess I'm kind of sad for what could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, next up is, um, and I'm going to preface this by saying, I know that the answer is because it's Digimon, but the electricity at the places where the fogs met and then, uh, Jiremon literally tearing the fog apart with his tree hands was pretty dumb. You're not at all wrong. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll give him the electricity, but being able to just tear the fog apart was real stupid. Yeah. Well, and so on that note, why does the fog even exist? What what purpose did it serve that couldn't be accomplished in a way that didn't hurt the my eyes? Budget. Yeah. I don't know. I was like I was it I was potentially on board for told you which one was the good guy and which one was the bad guy. Mm, yeah, we did have a red and green, that is true. I don't know. I was just like, uh, you know, I was kind of on board for the whole like, oh, yeah, the fog is a barrier. This kind of, you know, that's why the, the clashing of the electricity. But then, you know, Jiremon yeah, just goes through anyway. So, yeah, um, my, I, my one, mine is a, a little less important, but I would say that Jiremon did not get anyone to try to kill their friends. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't get anyone to kill their best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't even my try, favorite. that's all I'm saying, you know? Yeah, he, how how did he not even try? Is that a, an old Digimon reference that I'm missing? Yeah, or yeah. so in the original the adventure, season, uh, yeah. Yamato uh, is, talks briefly to a Jureimon and then decides to uh, go try to <laughs> kill, kill his best friend. Mm, I see. Which, but Tai Chi's like likable in the original series almost, so it makes so it would have made more sense if it was in the colon one. Like Tai Chi keeps on showing up every episode, he must be stopped. <laughs> Get rid of him already, like, please. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, here it was just Yamato is jealous that his little brother looks up to Taichi, and I'm like, you know, you could just do more things to be worthy of being looked up to, but instead, nope, nah, ma, ma, must murder. <laughs> yeah. Just sometimes you gotta commit murders to, to impress your little brother. <laughs> just a, Just a little bit. Uh, another thing that I meant to mention last episode, and even then I was very late to the party on this, but um, this episode and last episode I finally noticed Betelgamamon's uh, crotch plate and I hate it. It's real I think, bad. I know I mentioned it on Twitter, but I can't remember if I actually mentioned it in the episode, but yeah, like that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, has, he has a crotch. I think they all have crotch plates I believe they memory, all except have for maybe Gullis Gamamon. And, and I don't really want to get into what fetishes that suggests uh, Gamamon's into. I just, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's just hiding it from Wasn't the Wasn't Gamamon artists. doesn't have a crotch plate, does he? He's quadrupedal. Maybe, well, we, we don't know. I suppose Maybe not. Maybe he does. We, like, yeah. the one time we've seen Wazen Gamamon, he just stood there and shot bullets out of his horns. So, I don't even know if we saw his crotch. <laughs> and I hate that I just yeah. said that I'm, out loud. I'm, you know, maybe not. <laughs> upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, one more low light from me, and I, I guess it's more like an overall low light, I guess, but, I mean, it made sense to have Battle Gamamon in this episode. But I kind of wish that we got to, like, he rotated through the evolutions a little bit more. Like, I like the flying Gammon or the Gunhorn Gammon. I, I kind of want less of the Fireman Gammon. Yeah, especially, you know, I get you were going up against a tree, but maybe consider that burning down a forest is a bad idea. Well, yeah, and only then he you did. can prevent forest fires. Yeah, we and sure did. As soon as he was told, burn him down, he was like, oh, wait, no, shit, I don't think I do want to do that, do I? And it might not have been explicitly yeah. to prevent forest fires, but, you know, I'll take whatever we can get there, I suppose. And yeah, he had a thought about it. I forget, we did not conveniently transport them into the uh, area where... Um, oh, oh, yeah, no, we, didn't we, didn't do a, we didn't do a pocket dimension this but, time. Yeah. I don't think it actually has a name. Like no, a digital shift kind of three times thing. on that one button. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right, that, that didn't happen. I didn't but I guess notice, it's because actually, it, yeah. it was... I think in previous episodes it's been like to make sure that civilians don't get hurt, but it was kind of yeah, prevent collateral already damage. in a secluded area. Yeah, mm-hmm. we so just I, I decided guess... not to care about collateral damage this time. But well, look, collateral damage doesn't matter if it's in the could forest. Have started a forest fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a good point. Any other lowlights? A couple more um, nitpicky ones, which is. Um, Kind of going back to how the animation quality was maybe a little lower this episode. I hate how Mori Shelmon never once closes its teeth together or moves its tongue in any meaningful way, but still enunciates perfectly. And I get, you know, like, yeah. who wants to animate, you know, mouth? But, you know, the kids can open and close their mouths. Why can't the Digimon? I guess because that's yeah. how it's designed, but yeah. And then lastly, we, you know, once again, literally had a bad guy just kind of shaking his fist at the kids while backing away, shouting, I'll get you next time, and then just kind of yeah, disappeared. Well, I mean, at, yeah. at least he had damage done. At least, like, he was, had been hurt and was retreating for some good reason. Like, I didn't mind that too much this time. It felt more final than we've had for other battles where it's been, like, Chromon yeah. just leaving or Felismon just leaving. This one at least felt like the battle had almost concluded. It wasn't just, well, we ran out of time, so the bad guy has to leave He's doing now. a strategic retreat, and then hypothetically he's going to be out of commission for like 50 to 100 years, so it's it's certainly not the worst one that they've done. Yeah, and it's not like, we, we don't have to really worry, like, hey, will he come back? I'm like, oh no, he, he probably won't come back for 50 years, which I guess that's in Ghost Game 52 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, he's obviously going to come back in six episodes and we're going to be utterly shocked because somehow he gained more powerful, more power too rapidly and his level's over 9,000 or some such. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. So, favorite character. Who were our favorite characters this week? I chose Hero, but almost chose Maury Shelmon. Uh, what about y'all? Who did y'all pick? Uh, Chloe? Uh, I also chose Hero, uh, just because he had emotions and, you know, kind of acted like a human this episode, largely. Um, aside from the few points that I mentioned earlier where I still am not convinced that he reacted appropriately to the mention of his absentee father. should have been a little more about it, or at very least, like, had an internal monologue in the following scene. 
Yeah. They could have even just had him, you know, like kind of shift his eyes for a second and then look back and I would have been happier with it. But he just, he maintained eye yeah. contact the entire time and didn't even flinch. You're, yeah. you're not wrong. You, you, I want to believe weird. that he looks un- a little uncomfortable, but they definitely could have like telegraphed that to a greater extent without it being mm-hmm. too much. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, who's your favorite? Um... I nearly gave a an inanimate concept, but I am also going to go ahead and give it to Hero. Ooh, we got a cool. consensus. That doesn't happen too often. Except when it's Ruri. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't think we've actually... We oh, jelly no, on episode 5. Yeah, and also Kyoshiro in episode 1. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've never actually all, all picked Ruri. We've only picked Kyoshiro and Jellymon as a consens- consensus, uh, and Hero now. I remember so Jellymon's my least favorite this week, and that kind of mm. sucks. Yeah. Do better. Yeah, well... Sh- she was a little bit terrible, just committing a crime. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, though, Air, I do remember uh, in the early episodes, Quinn and I both picking Ruri and you deliberately picking someone else so that oh, we yeah. didn't all pick yeah, Ruri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't think that's necessarily like in early episodes. I think, like, I mean, I'm looking at when y'all both picked Ruri for episode 11 and I picked Angoramon, but yeah, that would that was because... Mm-hmm. But like episodes was, like, two yeah, and three, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like, well, y'all are picking Ruri, so I'll pick someone else. But no, we're we're uh, all saying hero for our main, char- our favorite character. And what about our ratings out of five? I gave this episode a three. I liked it less than last week, but I didn't hate this episode. But nothing much really happened in it. I'm just glad that they addressed some things. Like they have hero thinking about Gammon's evolutions. We have them talking about how Gammon's got more evolutions than anyone else. I'm glad that there seems to be some discussion happening about that. I'm glad that we're not just forgetting about Gammon having all these evolutions and also an evil one. But uh, overall, this episode was kind of bland. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's like when you when you go to drink Sprite, but it's not actually Sprite. It's like just tonic water or just mineral water. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still analogy. like something... You're still drinking something, and it's, so you're like, okay, this isn't too bad, I'll still finish it. But it's like, but it could have been something a, a, a little bit more. And I feel like, yeah, I, I, that's... It's like when you go yeah, to it, drink it, it, something, and you think it's Sprite, but then it's LaCroix. Mm. Yeah. That'd no, be yeah, pretty that, 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 sort of, Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. that, that's fair. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I gave it a three. Chloe, what are we giving it out of five? I'm also giving it a three. I was going back and looking through my ratings here and trying to see what the lower ones I'd given so far have been, and it looks like I gave a couple twos and a 2.5, and I do think I like this better than episode 14, which is the one I gave a 2.5, and I haven't given just a plain yeah. old three, so I think I'll give this one a three. Look, that, that is fair. And uh, Quinn, what are you giving it out of five? Uh, give me a moment here. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether or not I liked it more or less than uh, episode six. But I think I'm going to give it a, a 2.5. Okie dokie. So that means that our overall ranking is 8.5, which I'm so happy it is a unique rating. Mm-hmm. So that means that we liked this episode overall more than episode 14, and which was an 8 for all of us, and less than episode 10, which was a 9. So let's find where I put episode 14. Uh, this means that this episode is in 14th place, just above episode 14, Zashiki Warashi, which was the grandma and monkey episode. And bottom place is the cursed song, which was the karaoke with Sirenmon episode. Mm-hmm. So that's our overall ranking. What about our individual rankings? I put this one in thirteenth place, so just below last week's episode, and above episode fourteen, episode seven, which is Bird, and episode six, which is also in my last place. So yeah, it's it's hanging out fourth from the bottom. For me, which I feel like is a, a fair place for it to go, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't I I liked last week's episode more, and I kind of graded this week's episode based on last week's episode because I liked it a little bit less. So Chloe, where are we putting it in your ranking? Uh, so three was also a unique ranking in my listing, so it puts it right above episode fourteen, fourth from the bottom. So above episode fourteen, we're... which is thirteenth so place, that... I think. Yeah, that that's also 13th place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, we both put it in 13th place. And uh, Quinn? 
Uh, let's see here. I believe I'm going to put it third from the bottom. So above Curse Song and Game of Death. So that is in 14th place. That is fair. So we're, we're pretty much like all more or less agreeing on this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was potential, but I just not that impressed by the execution. I'm surprised, Quinn, that you liked this one less than the one where Grandma went to a farm upstate. Yeah, now that you mention it, I went back and forth, and I I might go ahead and actually lower that down one more. Okay, so 15th place? Yeah, let's do that. So second from the bottom, no, no, third from the bottom, bottom. right? Yeah, so just above Uh, Game of Death and The Cursed Song. Okay, (laughs) that's not the direction I expected you to move it. (laughs) Well, I thought you, did you say a, a... but wait, which you liked the if you you liked this one less than the one where Grandma went upstate? Oh, more. She said, did she say more? I got I think confused by myself, so um, just gonna go back to what I originally said and leave things alone. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, that, that is fair because we we all got confused. So that is in thirteenth place then. Okay, cool. So that is more than the gra- no less less than the Grandma went upstate one. Okay, I'm just keeping in thirteenth place because yep. I think we're all. <laughs> I am sufficiently Some things confused. happened. Mm-hmm. We're being sp- our brains are slowly being spurted away by the Mori Shelmon. But uh, yes, yeah, so that is where we've placed this week's episode. All right, now that we're done discussing the episode, let's ponder Postmon Pat and predictions. So for Postmon Pat, over to our comments on YouTube. First up, we have Narumi, who says that the time restriction in episode 15 hit harder than Angoramot hitting Felesmon's tent with a forklift. They liked the episode a lot after watching more than one to understand what caused Angoramot's evolution. The horror at the beginning felt like a horror movie, but there was not enough to develop the other parts of the episode. There was a brief time that Angoramon says he trusted Ruri would protect her friends, and I guess he meant that she would do the right thing even if she would have to keep a secret about the Digimon from them. Something that she doesn't like. So with this trust and the will of protecting her friends was what made Angoramon evolve. It felt kind of special that he started glowing because with the other children, their Digivice V is shown with a full bar before the evolution starts. And yeah, that, that's a point. Like, Angoramon just starts glowing. So it, like, there was... It, it did feel like it was more than just the other children. I didn't really make the connection. So I'm, I'm glad that they've pointed that out. Hmm. Next, they say that what bothered them in the episode was that neither Hiro or Kiyoshiro acknowledged that Angoramon evolved, but that was because the episode was ending. I feel like most of the evolutions in a lot of, like, in a lot of Ghost Game, it's just been, okay, that they just don't acknowledge that there's been an evolution that takes place, they've just kind of shrugged it off. Not until next week. Yeah, I think that's also kind of happened in in Digimon Mm. a a bit before. Like, they'll either say, oh, so this is is Gammon or whatever, but they... They talk about yeah, so consequences that, that's point. at the beginning of the next episode because we don't mm-hmm. know how to do pacing. Yeah. Yeah. So they finish off to say that they give the episode a 4.5 out of 5. The episode has a nice parallel to episode 11, like that we said, but and it was a nice touch to show Rui's character development, and they have high hopes that Felizmon will return in the future when the Chosen Children's Digimon re- reach the perfect level or are in this phase of the show. Felizmon is a good candidate for first villain, and he didn't need to keep the humans as statues because he wanted to materialise his minions with, with fear and turn those people into statues for st- sadistic motives. Next, we have Danny, who says that Gammon was so cute when he was pulling the sleigh like a little reindeer. Ah, that was their favourite part of the episode. So good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That was, that was really cute. And uh, they also said that they liked how all three champion-level Digimon are fighting together. And yeah, I, I agree. It, it is nice seeing the characters battle together because we've kind of not really had that because Angoramon's taken his own sweet time to evolve. Next we have Ponchomon who says that their current hopes that happen in episode 15, that we get some more growth in episode 15. I've just completely lost my brain by the way. <laughs> it's really warming here. So yeah they said the episode definitely has spooky atmosphere that's for sure but they're kind of disappointed in the Simbara Angoramon evolution he looks cool, and it's fine to nice. It's nice to finally have him, but it's winding up like th- like this that makes them wonder why exactly he was saved at first. Like prior to this episode, they thought it was something to do with a combination of Angoramon being hesitant to materialize back in Scrib- the Scribbles episode, and him being very curious about the nature of Gammon's and later Jellymon's temporary evolutions, which isn't how evolution normally works in the digital world. At on t- at, at top of on all, all this. 
They specifically saved Angoramon's evolution for after Gorsgammon appeared, which made them wonder if, combined with hesitance to materialise in the first place, him not understanding what this form of evolution is, and then seeing Gorsgammon and potentially being scared this could happen to him if he evolved, made him think that waiting too long to show his evolution so they could combine all these issues and deal with them in one episode. And yeah, I'm also kind of surprised that they didn't give a reason why they were leaving Angoramon to last. I mean, somebody has to be last, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, they they kind of had almost foreshadowing for him not being comfortable with evolving or questioning evolution, but nope. last yeah no he just he just ended up evolving. It was just it was Ruri that was the problem apparently, which I hope that we get more of this and more of the actual talking and less of the not talking. I guess mm-hmm. next we have TGS who says they gave episode fifteen a four out of five. They like Simba and Goromon though they wish they had him fighting Felizmon solo at the end. They feel like Ghost Game is setting up a lot of maybe future storylines, and they feel like the season ending will make or break depending how and even if they come back to them. They're also hoping to see the seven demon lords as big bads, as they're their favourite Digimon villain group. They always like the Demi-Devimon, Boogiemon, Flesmon as the rookie champion perfect forms of Barbamon, so hoping Barbamon turns up as their master. And I, I guess that could work. It's, he's a he's a scary looking Digimon, so I'd be very on board for more terrifying, horrifying looking Digimon. Next, we have Neobu, who says they like the episode, but they're finally they they're really sorry. They're really starting to feel like Ghost Game would benefit from more foreshadowing and teasing. Little hints mm-hmm. that big bads are doing things could be great to keep the feeling that things are happening, even in the slower episodes. Imagining post Chromon episode, we just saw Sealsmon kill Chromon from off screen to build that tension for when he showed up. And yeah, I mean, yeah, they mm-hmm. could have done more, especially because we know that Chromon's still flying around and probably is still not okay with humans having pet birds, I guess. Like, I didn't I, I didn't really feel like he saw the error of his ways or what have you. So I mm-hmm. guess that might be still happening. So yeah, it would have been good to kind of go back to that. And I, I kind of I keep on forgetting Chromon existed because he just kind of flew off and left. Sure did. Next we have Geozaga, who says that they think the reason why Felizmon just released the people he turned to stone had to do with the fact that he's a demon and didn't want to fight. Demons and devils usually are depicted as bounded by rules, whether from whether from contracts or hierarchy, and will follow these rules to uh, up to the most limit, and will find a way to screw over, over others using these rules. He doesn't lie about things like this, just falsely makes what he says the truth. So because of how he originally made a promise of fortune, he didn't get, and he released as a compensation fortune. He also yeah. knew that because if the if, if he didn't, the tamers would continue to hunt him, down to three of those that he turned to stone, and he says that he wouldn't win it easily, meaning that he could lose if he fought the group or win, but not without injury. He doesn't want to fight and defeat them, that's not his goal. He knows that he not only could lose, but even if he did, he'd win the fight. Many Boogiemon will be hurt or potentially killed in the battle with them. That's, a, that's an interesting point there about how he is bound by a contract and because he didn't give a fortune to the kids, he had to give something up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think about that, but now I kind of, um, I'm kind of more okay with him doing that now. I mean, I suppose there's something to it because um, as far as like having to follow a, uh, a contract or a set of rules, because he did wait to turn everyone to stone until they, you know, begged for a solution that could technically be you know a a wish could be granted you know grant their wish by turning them to stone you know make this scary thing stop happening okay now you can't feel anything um but if if that is the case i wish they'd been more i wish you'd tell me about it exactly kind of vaguely imply it and then yep then i shall leave for no reason basically. Yeah. I think I even said the exact same <laughs> thing last week. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you did. I think you did. Quoted the same episode of Futurama. Always. I feel like that episode of Futurama gets quoted it's a often really in my good life. Episode of Futurama, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Me I mean, yeah, Brady... a bit better at cognitive, cognitive faculties. <laughs> anyway, next we have Pastelmon who says, are they on- the only one that feels like Jellymon is getting more and more scared? 
It's like she's spending all this time with Kyo and is getting more like him a little bit. Maybe it was mm. nothing, but they feel like the first time that we see her, she doesn't really care much about humans. But she definitely was scared this time, and that's a point. Like, yeah. she does... She is seemingly more scared, whether or not that's just she's fearful depending on how the writers see fit, or if there's an actual reason for that. Mm-hmm. I hope there's a reason for that, because <laughs> otherwise it's just they're making her... Like, at the start, she's fairly brave, which is the good contrast between her and her human partner, but... When when she was scared of the Zassamon because they were eating things that were yeah, water that and sense. she looks like water, that made sense. But yeah, that's a that's a point. Like she does just put her tentacle in a statue and she freaks out. Like it's pretty. I odd. mean, I guess that is and, and it, it is it is odd thing. Between that and now, just oh yeah, I don't I don't know what a privacy is. Um, I'm a little yeah. less into Jellymon than I used to be. Still Which is sad because I do really like Jellymon. Mm-hmm. Jellymon, but but I hope that we're not just gonna go with you know. Yeah, it's I hope she has. She invades everyone's privacy. Yeah, I hope she has the learns to respect boundaries arc later on. Yeah, as opposed to just yeah. not being like other girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have Twilord who says that they think they're trying to set up Felesmon to be a charismatic devil, but it probably doesn't translate as well as it would in a dub. They could see a voice actor that they understand giving them a firm, let me do something nice to just show off how little they care impression. And I guess I, I guess I could. That could translate better if they did a dub of it. I, I wonder if there's going to be a dub, because they didn't dub Atmon, and they didn't dub the third season of Cross Wars, and they didn't dub Colin, so I'm kind of like, I'm wondering if we'll ever get I feel dubs like if they were going to do again. it, they were going to do it with Colin, because uh, I don't see Ghost Game getting a dub, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, Atmon never did, and I mean, I can see the upcoming Zero Two movie getting a dub, because Kazuna got a dub, but yeah, I, I'm not sure if Ghost Game would get a dub. And I feel like if if... Colin was going to get a dub. It would have had a dub by now, and I. My friend Anthony was joking I, I, on Twitter about writing a, a dub-style script for some of the last few episodes, and I would really like to see that happen at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to see like. I mean, I would really love to see like you know the campy ninety like well late nineties dub being given to Ghost Game. Exactly. Ah, oh, that could be really good. Yeah, complete with the uh, the old episode titles that we got for season one, which were just like orange text on a background, usually of a desert. Uh, see how many times we can make a darkest before dawn pun. That is so. That is so many times in the dub, and like three times in one season. It's it's my favorite thing the dub has ever done is consistently make a reference to that. But uh, anyway. Our last comment is from Andrew, and they say that they wish episode 15 was better, which, same. Yeah. They say that, so now we we get all three are at their champion, next we get to ultimate, and we got the Renamon of the show, but the show kind of shows that it's got some faults. How many Digimon of the day that will just be talked down or leave, and we're 15 episodes out of an X amount of episodes. Compared to other scenarios, something happens, the big bad shows up, or appears in a shadow, or conflicts appear. And yeah, I guess that's a point There's not really... We've not got, like, much of a conflict so far, but we did have Gullus Gammon, so I'm, I'm not... I'm not too, like, worried about there being not much of a direction for episode 15, because that episode itself showed... We've got like a black Agumon that's hanging out. We've got the black Tailmon Uva. So I'm I'm not too concerned about a lack of direction. I suppose we're about we're about a quarter of the way through the longest the series could reasonably be, and I feel like we mm-hmm. haven't really started the plot yet, which I'm getting a I little feel annoyed like, by. I feel like episode fifteen at least hinted at some upcoming plot, uh, but I'm looking forward to it actually being made explicit. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. So what about our thoughts about the series so far? I guess that kind of ties into what we were just saying, that we're up to episode 16 and we're kind of not really got too much plot going on. They did do the Digimon, though. It took 16 episodes until Vor became a thing again, because today, Jiremon was talking oh, yeah. about how delicious it was to eat Digimon. Oh yeah, he he spoke about enjoying eating people. And Digimon, and then yeah. he... Everyone. And then the Digimon showed up, and he was like, "Oh, I forgot that Digimon are even tastier. I'm drooling." An ah. equal opportunity yeah, like, vorer. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't believe we didn't even mention that there were vor. There, there was some vor, like, and that was such a thing in Colon where you know, it, at this point, it became like a, we've we've had to move on to harder <laughs> yeah. fetishes. Yeah, like I yeah. I noticed it, but I couldn't uh, like I couldn't quite qualify it as a low light or a highlight. So I just kind of left it in for my miscellaneous thoughts at the end. That that's fair. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that we're back to Vore, and it does sort of add in some aspects of horror. Like, 
I don't know, mm-hmm. this was a scary episode, and I'm glad that we're, we haven't shied away from doing scary stuff. Like, I know we've done a few episodes that haven't been super scary, but this one was actually kind of scary. We're in, like, a, a haunted forest with the trees with faces and a man flailing around with a chainsaw. Yeah, it, it, it was a thing. It happened. And I'm, I'm glad that we're still a horror anime. I'm glad that it hasn't softened up at all. And I'm also looking forward to, I mean, hopefully something coming from how Maurice Shelmon was like, hey, toughen up kid to Hero, because Hero was kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do, and he's like, come on, it's like, act or die. Mm-hmm. I'm, I hope something kind of comes from that, that the kids are, are being a little bit soft at the moment, and I'm hoping that that goes somewhere. Yeah, I guess actually retroactively, well, not retroactively, but um, I was kind of surprised that uh, Hero's indecision didn't end up causing... Uh, Battle Gammon to like really? devolve or anything, you know? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess the other characters did show up, so that could be they they saved him, which is good. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if I ever gave voice to this thought, but from day one, I was thinking like, Hero looks like the kind of dude who's exactly like the the kind of athletic to like go camping, and so I'm glad that I was correct. He is a camping guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I love I love camping. I'm I haven't gone camping since before COVID, and I want to go back camping again. Mm-hmm. I haven't had my haircut since before COVID, and I would like to get a haircut again. Oh gosh, wow. yeah, me too. Oh, uh, also, I do like how uh, when they were setting up the tent, uh, Hero was like, "Hey, Gamon, could you help me with this?" And then Gamon proceeds to not lift a single finger to help and just runs around like the toddler that he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that 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 character. They're not like stopping on that character they're really going into it they're not just having him randomly not have the, the personality and ma- randomly have him be normal like they're keeping him at that i'm kind of glad about that i just noticed a, a weird little plot inconsistency so so they don't know that he went camping but they do know what his tent looks like mm. and where his campsite is Shh. i mean i guess they're not they supposed know to think of these that things he reserved the campsite but still if he reserved the campsite. I'm still no, very no, unclear no, on how we, all that we saw works. saw the email where he reserved. Oh, yeah. Okay, so if he's reserving oh, yeah. a campsite, then why are they paying afterwards? Ugh, there so there weird. were so many questions. Anyway. Uh, Do we have any other thoughts about the series so far? Uh, it's more about this episode in particular, but I was actually oh, yeah, kind of expecting off. it to take more of a, like, fern gully environmental sort of spin, uh, but instead it was just Digimon wants to get stronger, which I guess was fine, but I was kind of hoping oh, yeah, for more works. of, like, a message to it. Well, like, you know, oh, all these people are leaving their trash in the park. Yeah, they're leaving so the trash and they're cutting down my trees, so I'm going to friggin' eat them because they're eating me or whatever, but no, it was just, yeah. I'm a bad guy. I mean, I, I don't mind that, because at least they, they really played into it, like, Cherrymon just likes eating people. And I kind of, I'm, I'm there for that. Like, they, did, they didn't have to go any, give him any reason that he liked eating people. He just really liked eating people. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, we, we can keep that. Like, that, that's, they didn't have to give it a reason. Not every bad guy has to have, like, a specific reason on yeah. being bad. That's fair. Like, I just, as soon as I saw bad. the chainsaws, I was like, oh, this is Fern Gully. And I was a little sad when it wasn't. Yeah. No, just just a hungry tree. Mm-hmm. So episode 17 is called Icy Hell, and from the preview it looks like that the characters look close to death, so I'm very look, much looking forward to like more almost death. I, I don't think any character's going to die, but... Yeah, that's basically exactly what I, I wrote down cool. for my... I said, next week looks interesting, seems like some people might actually be in danger, and if it were any other show I might actually be worried about whether or not everyone will make it through next week, but like, we already know that, like... How could they not? <laughs> They'll be fine. Yeah, but like they look like horrifyingly like full of frostbite. Yeah, I'm curious to see uh, whether or not those are uh, you know uh, little segments taken semi out of context, or if not, how it's going to be resolved. But I have absolutely no doubt that everyone's going to be fine. I wonder if Black Ogumon will show up and rescue them. Like if they're all about to die and then they get saved by like Black Ogumon, who then leaves. Oh no! Please don't let Jellymon turn out to be Leomon. No, I don't. I don't think we're going to kill a character, like a main character, in episode sixteen. No, no, but I, I could see it happening 
by the end of the series, potentially, especially if we bring on a, a Drury-esque fourth ranger to, you know, then redshirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would, I mean, if one character's gonna, like, one of the human, the Digimon partners is gonna die, I don't know why, I would just expect it to be Angoramon, I don't know why. Angoramon has, has big uh, redshirt vibes, but I feel like they He's go the mature one, you know? Hang on, let me, let me look at the... Uh, you gotta get rid of the mature the one so race. that everyone else uh, feels uncomfortable and, like, they don't have a leader or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the thing with uh, with Leomon always dying. Hang on, I'm just going to check out the Angoramon evolution chart for the Angoramon dim, because... I oh, um, fun... F okay, I am right with this. I just wanted to confirm it. Angoramon evolves into Leomon in the, uh, on the, the, the vital bracelet. Oh, no. Confirmed redshirt. So, Ang Angoramon's evolutions are Simba Angoramon, which we already know, and these are his adult level evolutions, so it's not a spoiler or anything, they're just on the vital bracelet. And then Leomon, and then Komodomon, who was their transporting colon, and then Porcupamon, who was like a little uh, horrifying hell beast, porcupine, teddy bear, abomination monster, which I, I will send uh, a picture of, so y'all can see this hor horrific, horrific abomination. But uh, yeah, so Angoramon does in fact evolve into Leomon. Oh well, All like right. I guess we know where that's going. Canonically, or just on the dim? Like, would, it, it have, do they Leomon put stuff on there? It does. Well, that is his evolution. Like one of his possible evolutions to adult. And that's on the, not on just the like filler because that hasn't been in the, in the anime yet. No, it, it's not guaranteed to be in the anime, but it is on the vital bracelet as a so he as an evolution choice. Hmm. Yeah, so he he could he could do a die like out of all of them. It could have just been they picked Leomon because it looked a little bit like it could have been evolved from Angoramon. Mm -hmm. Like that that's more likely. Same with his other evolutions. I say, this, like this Leomon looks like he's already been killed once. On the the one I sent you isn't that's not Leomon. He evolves into standard Leomon. The one I sent you is another one of his evolutions called Porkemon oh, okay. or Porcupimon. Yeah, no, that I was just showing you that I because this was a it's the only one. Leomon and was like, you know, no, no. kind of into that hardcore choice. It's a very hot topic. No, yeah, no, he just evolves into standard uh, Leomon. That is just the standard Leomon, the one that we've seen before, like huh. the Leomon. That is a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so yeah, his evolution: Simbara, Angoramon, Leomon, Komodomon, and Porcupamon. So yeah, that, that that's. I'm not sure how relevant uh, the ev other evolutions will be. Where <laughs> he finally gets an alternate evolution, immediately dies. <laughs> uh, and sort of like a a side point is one of Gammon's perfect evolutions on the Vital Bracelet is Tankdramon, and Tankdramon actually canonically evolves from Sealstramon, who was the. Uh, the mm. assassin Digimon who was killing everyone. So it sort of has almost dun, dun, something dun. to do with that character, I guess. But yeah, that was my uh, that was my fun fact. Digimon virtual pet uh, corner. Do we have any other predictions? I don't Not believe a prediction, I do. But the cute girl who got turned to stone uh, sh should be a recurring character. Yeah, I mean, I really like the amount of like detail they've put into some of the background characters it feels more than just standard oh they're all identical just on repeat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the lack of an I, I am a fan oh no of guy that. has been uh, a damn shame yeah yeah i i want the oh no guy it's it's such a simple thing and it was something that atmon didn't was just so sweet just having the the recurring character who only exists to be caught up by the mon of the week in some way or is captive by the the mon of the week or is shown to be in trouble in some way. I like that. I kind of thought it was going to be Hero's friend, but yeah. I, I guess that was only that's only a bit, happened a few times, so I don't think that's enough to qualify as a caught-up man situation. Well, see, if we have someone whose gimmick is that they're always inconvenienced by the Mon of the Week, then we need that that implies that like people have memory and that they would remember things that happen, like you know when an entire well, city the, got like destroyed or hey whatever. Man, what are you up I, to? I, Not remember what a Digimon is? Yeah. I mean, I thought that the thing about Caught Up Man is that it was almost implied that it wasn't just one man, it was actually, like, multiple identical men. That's oh, really? true, there were at least three identical Ono men. How were they distinguishable, then? They weren't. Then how do you know there were three of them? They had different colored shirts, and they chose... The yeah, dude oh, yeah, just right. put on a different shirt, are you kidding me? Come but on. But they were talking to each other. Oh, okay. They chose well, the lead with that, map. 
apps to to get to a place, and all of them took them real stupid ways. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that now. But this implies that there's, you know, like a, a significant portion of Japanese citizens look exactly like this guy and have an afro, which... And also get caught up by the Atmon. It's part of the zeitgeist, all right? You wouldn't understand. All right, everyone. So thanks for joining us to talk about episode 16. And of course, you can join us next time for episode 17, Icy Hell. The link dump is linked in the description. And so is our Redbubble. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintransitionmon at gmail.com. Or you can comment on this episode on our website, lostintransitionmon.com or on this episode on YouTube, and I'll read it out in Postmon Pat. You can also follow us at Translation on Twitter, and you can follow us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore Hero on TikTok, and that's Hero spelled H-I-R-O, and I stream on twitch.tv slash Translationmon, and recently I streamed the new Pokemon game, which is Legends Arceus, which is... I'm, I'm very much enjoying that, so you can still check out that video because... Twitch does keep it for a little bit, I think, but I did re-upload it onto YouTube, so check that out and join me in future streams. You can chat with us on the Lost in Translation on Discord server, and you can leave us a review on podcast catchers like Spotify, iTunes, I think Stitcher as well, Apple Podcasts, I think, I know I said iTunes, but I meant Apple Podcasts. So, uh, yeah, do that, and if I see it, I'll read it out on the show, and if I don't see it, please let me know and I'll read it out on the show, and I'll appreciate any reviews that we get. You can also donate to my Patreon, and that's linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month, and that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels of rewards such as unedited and early episodes and more. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who is Wildwind64 on Archive of Rome, Kaidawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Kyle, Lismet, who is a Lekmon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Goldmill Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Grey Tanuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alemist, and Michael. And you can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash And you can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash airdra. I think that's probably the best I've ever read out of the outro before, mm-hmm. because I didn't, like, invent words that are not part of the English language. Yeah, you're so, it. well done me. Hey, when you do that, you're just being like Shakespeare. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. But uh, yes, so thanks to Quinn and Chloe for joining me. Can we find you both anywhere? I hope not. <sighs> yeah, if you can. Don't like, do a jelly mom to don't. me, please. Yeah, don't do a, don't find them while they're camping. Just because that, that, that's weird. Just let yeah. people camp. And and just because they're going camping and not answering their phones, it just means they don't have reception, not they're yeah. being spiritual yeah, away by the Digimon. phone, please don't break into my house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I kind of. If you can't ping me I, on Discord, it probably just means I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I kind of want, like, a spin-off of this episode, which is just, like, Hero's gone camping, and the group's like, we can't find him, and then they, they look over him and they stalk him again, and then, like, they come and find him, like, Hero, we're here to rescue you! And, like, Hero's just, like, cooking boundaries? a marshmallow on a fire. It's the natural yeah, just, like, uh, conclusion of anytime Hero's not on the screen, everyone should be asking, where's Hero? Where's Hero? Exactly. Yeah, that, that I, is true. Oh God, well, that I is what I... happened. Yeah, he literally but, just uh, didn't pick up his yeah. phone once, and that was enough to call out a search party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, like, rude much. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us all, and we will see you on the next one. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye-bye.